everyone, and welcome to episode 198 of Fans of Power. I'm Joe Amato, and I'm here with Nathan Kennedy, and what's up, Nathan? Uh, not much, not much. Going to have a little bit of extra time on my hands this coming week, and maybe for the foreseeable future. Thank- and, well, hopefully yeah. not too long with what's happening. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, we, we can, I guess, kind of go into a little bit of detail with it, but the company that I work for, the subdivision company, went on strike, and they provide XXX, so we have to uh, uh, just kind of wait. Wait it out and see what happens with there. If they come to an agreement, then we'll be back to work soon. So we'll see how that goes. But other than that, I'm I, oh. I'm doing great. Good. Well, I hope it all works out and you get back to work soon. So, uh, but yeah, okay. Um, well, hey, let me say hello to all these suckers in the chat room. We got Eric Amen, Febmon, Papa Hood sixty nine. I just scrolled through a whole bunch. Um, Zentron, Febmon. I think I just said these. See, Grimbot, uh, Mike Champ. And let me scroll just a little bit more. Okay, I think I got everybody. If I miss somebody, I, I, I think some more people will start to filter in. I, I, we kind of yeah, we're but... kind of working in a pattern now of having that starting soon splash screen on YouTube for about five minutes to give you guys some time to to pop in here. So yeah, at least yeah, you gave them an idea about it because some people were always wondering what the heck's going on. They didn't know like what was starting soon in a half hour or forty minutes. What's going on? But yeah, it's just like it's a five minute countdown. Right. But, uh, well, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, some recent news about the new Masters of the Universe Revelation cartoon that will be coming. And after that, I'm going to do a little rambling about some other stuff by myself without Nathan. Then towards the end of the show, bring him back in case we have questions, you know, like for him and me or however it will work at the end. But, yeah, towards the middle, Nathan's going to bow out for a little bit, and then he'll come back. But I'm glad Nathan's joining me for this beginning part because it's it's a perspective I'd like to get from him and, of course, from you guys in the chat room as well. But... Mattel recently announced about, you know, the upcoming cartoon and how many episodes would be for season one. And they mentioned that there's uh, 26 episodes, I believe. I think it said 26. In fact, here, let me read this. It said Mattel recently announced a slate of 22 shows in development for multiple or multi-platform distribution. This slate encompasses a broad range of genres, including animation, live action, action adventure, comedy, and game shows targeting a wide audience from preschool to teens and families. The first series to come out of our slate is our recently announced Masters of the Universe Revelation as an animated series in partnership with Netflix. And then when you go up to where they're showing like the description of all these cartoons that they're releasing, when they do get to Masters of the Universe Revelations, they mention that it's 26, 22-minute episodes. So... I mean, almost probably like how they did with She-Ra. I don't think they're going to give us all 26 episodes at once, bam, for season one. I'm sure they'll split it. I'm not sure. Maybe they will give more. Maybe they'll go 13 and 13 and then work to something else. But the thing that caught my eye is it said 3D. All these, A lot of the other ones, some said 3D, but some specifically will let you know it's a 2D cartoon. This says hmm. 3D. That's the first time we heard. Now I'm thinking... Okay, now what's that mean? Is it going to be like all CGI like back in the day? Is it going to be like something that Grimbot mentioned? He was like, could it possibly be a mix of 3D with that cell shaded stuff? But like as for me, and this is why I wanted your opinion, Nathan, is I was pretty much out of cartoons by the time a lot of these other cartoons. Like when I think they had like Transformers, didn't they have like a 3D Beast version or what the hell was that yeah, called? Yeah, uh, Beast Wars, I, I wasn't. I was already well past that as well. Yeah, see – yeah, so, okay, well, I missed that, and I know that there was others that came after, so it's something that, you know, I would see snippets of things, and I was like, that just doesn't look like it does it for me. As for now, I'm like, 
okay, has obviously technology has advanced a lot, but I was like, I thought this was from the people that did Castlevania. So I'm like, was it a mistake? Was it meant to say 2D and they accidentally put 3D? But, I mean, I'm all for anything that could be awesome. Hopefully, if it could look great and still tell great stories, I'm in for it. But I was just wondering what your thought, you know, thoughts are when you heard 3D, what's going through your head, and then I'll see what people in the chat room say as well. Uh, if you go uh, either way, uh, when... Just hearing you say that, the first thing that pops into mind was the 2012 Turtles show that when I saw it at first glance, I was like, uh, and then I gave it a shot and I enjoyed how it was written and how the, the Turtles were portrayed. Now, I, maybe it was a mistake, but maybe at the same time, the studio, they've done their thing with Castlevania. Maybe they're like, oh, well, let's try this different art style for this. And maybe that's their direction of like, it would look better this way in their eyes. But I think I would prefer it to be 2D just because. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that, that turns out. I don't, I, I'm not so much of a snob when it comes to how stuff looks to me it, it all boils down to the how strong the writing is how how good are the stories it plays a part yeah, oh, no, i mean like the art style obviously plays a part in this but i that's just a third of the pie i let's let's see how strong it is how faithful it is to what came before it and uh kind of go from there no, you're right. It's all a great combination of all those things. And also, really quick, Toki Deathhammer, Darth Baca, uh, thank you for joining us as well. But no, um, that's that's true. You got to have a great story. But you're right. It's also you got to look at something that's pleasing to the eyes that kind of draws you in, sucks you into the story that makes you feel like you're believing it and you're seeing these characters, whether it's beautiful animated 2D or 3D. I mean, hell, even with you know when you have real actors. You know, I mean, there could be a great story, but I mean, if things just don't look right, bad background sets, they're not moving around right, doesn't seem like they act as well. It's like, even if it's a great story, it could come off crap. But, you know, so like you said, it's got to be a good, you know, combination of it all. But that's why I was hoping if there's people in the chat room to recommend to me, since I've been kind of out of that loop of 3D type cartoons that are current, if you guys could let me know something to watch. I, you know, pop it here in the chat room because I'd like to look and see because I want to see like what to possibly expect because I'm hoping it's great. Like you said, I hope that if this is 3D and it wasn't a possible misprint, like maybe they meant to put 2D and 3D came accidentally. Well, but if it is 3D, well, with oh, go ahead. well with MYP, didn't that sort of have like a bit of like a 2.5 in certain areas? Well, maybe it would be something similar to that to a degree. Maybe I yeah, a mix. Okay, because yeah, I admitted um there was there was times like I think maybe when you see something with the doom seeker and of course like when they did the you know he man and they flip a sword or a havoc staff yeah. at you they use 3d so some parts it, it looked okay some for me was eh, but i'm sure like you said now i mean it's you know many years later i'm sure they know what they're I, doing to where things should look I, Go ahead. I, I was gonna say i would say i uh, maybe give that 2012 turtles show a shot it's it for the most part it's pretty strong I had did, never got around to once I reached a certain point I didn't get around to watching like those last 20 some episodes cuz it, it it was starting to go down a little bit for me but that first uh that first handful that first like probably 40 50 episodes is like really 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 strong. I mean there are a few duds but what animated series hasn't had that along the way. So I I would oh, sure. I would give that a shot to see what you think about it. 
Okay, and yeah, I was going to say Papa Hud's even suggested yeah. that as well, the 2012 one of Turtles, so I will give that a shot. And uh, Grimbot was bringing up, he said the vehicles in 2000X, or the NYP, they were done with cell shaded, and some of the drones were as well. He said the crossovers with 80s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were horrid. Um, I, I didn't even know about, about the, I don't even know what the well, crossovers it, were. Like it, I said, I, the crossovers with that, it they kind of tried to, I guess, just make you think about how silly the 80s cartoon could be but it, it's uh, and they've kind of always done this like when they had the crossover with the 2003 oh. show they just made no, they just make the 80s saying. turtles seem really like dumb i and, do remember and, that wait yeah, a second it's i thought kinda, it was something. It, yeah it's that... kind of disrespectful but uh it was yeah the crossover they had with this one was better than that one but still not as yeah, I think yeah. beyond even hamming them up, I even think that the animation, if I'm not mistaken, that when they, you know, were doing the 80s style for that one big crossover, everything in Turtles, it seemed like the animation was less mm -hmm. than the, you know, the yeah, original yeah. Turtles. Yeah, so they, like, they would do things like that to try to make you be like, oh, well, that's that's not cool anymore. And I'm like, man, why you gotta, if it wasn't for that, then none of this would even exist. So treat it with some respect. No, it's true. And I am looking very forward, like I said, to the cartoon, hoping that they can do it some justice. Like I said, uh, when they first announced it and the way they described it, I was I was a little apprehensive thinking, okay, I don't know what they're talking about. Are we going to see much of He-Man? What's going on? But I, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. I mean, if I watch it and it sucks, yeah, I'll say yeah. it. If it's great, I'll say it. And if it's, you know, in between. It's just like when that uh, comic book comes out next month, which I'll be buying, you know, each month. I think it's like a six-issue run. And I'll give you my honest opinion. Like I said, I'm not here to piss on hey, anything that, you know, hey, it's yeah, new. Yeah, Masters hasn't had too much look in the the comic book realm as of late right like right. it's, it's kind of yeah, like the general consensus at least between like you and and tyler that most of those were just straight up garbage i missed the mvc creations that, that i really enjoyed that i mean that that was the last time i think i really enjoyed a masters of the universe comic book i mean as of late i mean like you said, I mean, it could be great for some, for others could suck. I mean, it just didn't hit it with me. I ain't saying, hey, don't read those comics that just came out. You can read them and love them. It's just something didn't hit it for me. Some things eh, were okay, but majority didn't flip over. And uh, MaxWorks, thanks for joining us. But, yeah, uh, if, I'm hoping that... Well, I was going to go say in that press release, was there anything, because you said that that was, like, first up on the slate, so uh, hearing that means that that yeah, would that's... be the first one out of the gate. Is there Was there any I sort of, like, so. timetable written down, like a... Uh, no, they, Q2 they 2020 given, or anything like that? They still haven't given a timetable, but I think uh, Kevin Smith said you can expect in six months to see your first glimpse of the cartoon. Hmm. Now, I don't know if that he's going to mean like, first like, animations like of it. Like trailer, maybe? Teaser? That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a teaser trailer, if it's going to be just a piece mm. of the art from how the cartoon looks, because, you know, I'm sure we we still got a ways. We yeah. probably still got a year to probably officially get anything. But no, seeing out of the gate that that was the first thing they mentioned was great, because they have other things that are, you know, slated for like, you know, Barbie, Thomas and Friends, Enchanimals, Polly Pocket, Bob Builder. So they're, they're doing a lot all, of other a, things. A bunch but... of things that I'm sure all of us here deeply care about. <laughs> You're like, Joe, I'm so glad you brought up Bob the Builder. I mean, I, I couldn't go on without hearing Bob the Builder. No, no like, uh, no. well, uh, Mattel has kind of faced a lot of issues anyway, right? Because Barbie isn't as big of a seller as it used to be, right? Kind of in the same boat as, as Masters, if I recall, that I remember seeing some stuff that just Barbies aren't, aren't selling it to anything. And that, once again, brings us back to the conversation of, 
should there be just a few toys here and there, but mainly have those toy aisles there to cater more towards us because kids are more about the devices and phones and tablets and mobile games and Fortnite and whatnot. Maybe, you know, it's crazy. It's what, it's what you said before. And I think I've said so many times in the past is we are basically the ones that are keeping the toys and a lot of these properties alive. Because when you go in the toy aisle, I don't see kids. No. I can't say it enough. Yeah. I see adults yes. throwing. Yeah, look at this. So, well, it's it's like, well, it's like with uh, Toy Story Four. Like the the movie did pretty well for itself, but you go into Walmart or Target, and all of those toys are still sitting there. I'm like, this is kind of crazy. Like, I remember when the first film came out, and toys were flying off the shelves from that movie. So there's just a, a generational just disconnect there with with kids. And, yeah, and it's and not their fault. Oh it's yeah, because of course you're right, not. Kid- yeah, they're just being brought up with all the technology, and they're not there to use their imaginations as their kids. And as soon as they're able pretty much to kind of talk or do something, bam, they got that tablet, Here, they got the that phone. phone, and they're just yeah. – Yeah, and that's it. It's like, okay, here, honey, you do this. Uh, mommy's going to watch TV. Daddy's going to go do this. And the kid's just sitting there doing that but not using their imagination. It's sad. It's like – but that's just how it is. So, yeah, we – it's like I said, that's our connection to our childhood. And now it's like people embrace like pop culture – you know, at one time it was nerdy, it was dorky for people to be seen having an action figure. Now it's like the norm. Yeah. So nobody's scared to say, look at my damn collection. Right. But kids, what are the kids now going to do when they grow up? It's like I told you before, are they going to display cell phones on their wall? Like, hey, this one was from 95. <laughs> that was from 2003. Yeah. It's like, you haven't, that's your childhood was this. You know, it wasn't yeah, even an I, action I mean, figure. it's basically going to be like, uh, wait, hang on. They'll be like, oh, here we go. It's like a flash drive. It's like, here's my childhood. Put it in the oh, computer. I yeah, bad it's like I and Grim brings up something in the chat. In fact, in his opinion, focusing more towards collectors and less to kids is the root of all the problems. And it could be, but at the same time, too, I'm thinking maybe there's just more money to be had there. I feel like kids that were they're losing out on trying to connect to kids and be like, hey, buy this toy. Like, there's just none of that. And like you said, I never see kids in the toy aisle. It's always adults. So, yeah, and yeah. I know that they would like, like you said, of course, I know they'd like to bring in new generations to get kids to it, and some of them do, but I, I still say, yeah, the main focus is the adults. Like, yeah, bringing in the kids, that would be great. And as for movies, it's like now it's just look at all the top movies. Did you ever think in your life that the top grossing movies of all time would be all these Marvel movies, all these fantasy movies? You know, at one time it used to be, you know, things about real life stuff or love and romance. Now it's like just all of this action and comics and adventure. It's like, I never thought that would happen ever. Uh, yeah, I guess not, because going in that mindset of always being told especially when we were growing up that it was it was nerdy and you know, you would get called a variety of things if anyone caught wind that you were into certain things uh yeah i guess in that mindset no but just seeing it now it's just like anything that they do like who thought ant-man was gonna gross a lot of money and even have a movie made based on that character so it's it's nice sure. to see but at the same time and we've talked about this before as well i think it's I, I'm honestly kind of ready for that 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 shift change because uh, it overall it's gonna end up hurting everything and and you see it before and now I'm going on another tangent of like how kids weren't 
into toys anymore. You kind of see the same thing with comics. Not too many people are going to like comic shops buying comics all the time, but yet they yeah they love comic book movies, yeah, but, not but not the here. comics themselves. And, and that's kind of where you get into it's the people that have been here since the beginning aren't taking to the newer fan bases because well they just don't know anything or whatever. And it kind of when you really start to think about it, it it bums me out a lot, and I'm just kind of ready for the general audience if to kind of just, shift on to the next thing. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's a different type of, uh, like you said, fan bases, because some of the people that might try to get into comics now, like like you said, they never liked it before, but the comics nowadays are feeling a little more like connecting relatable issues yeah. instead of just fantasy. It's like, you know, if you could bring back some of that fantasy, not only would you bring back the fans that used to love those comics, but maybe this newer user base or the, the people that fans you want Maybe they could start thinking, wow, this is great, yeah. and start just seeing something fun and using their minds. It would be nice, but I don't know when and if that's going to happen. I, yeah, and you also have the other hurdle as well of like people and being sensitive to certain things. You can't say certain things. You have to kind of like be broad to everybody, and even the slightest little thing is going to upset the, this person that can like uproot and get a bunch of people behind them. And it, yeah. It's tough to create content or put out anything that isn't going to piss somebody off, honestly. Because yeah, it seems like, like said, there's I always, just... like with the new Joker movie, haven't gone and seen it yet. People are making it a big deal about, oh, well, what if this causes someone to do this? And it's like, that's not... It's like it's a it, damn it's... movie. What what happened? Yeah, relatable? You know, could it be relatable? Rather... Yes, but at the end of the day, still entertaining. Anything could. I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. Anyone could just be like, "Oh well, I went and watched Taxi Driver." Well, there you go. Like you can't, right? You can't just and falling uh, down yeah. or anything. But like you said, anything could be relatable. But it's what we've always told everybody. It's like as long as you're teaching your kids growing up that this is fake, this is reality. Don't do and imitate what you see in movies. That's it. I mean, uh, we've dealt with this for years. Yeah. It's like this. This is nothing new. But it's just trying to always make an issue of but, it. But, yeah. Now there's just yeah, a, a microscope under everything now before it'd be like oh beavis and butthead is bad and this and that and it just moves on and moves on the next day marilyn manson and the doom video game i remember people freaking who would have thought the simpsons i'm sorry to me to cut you off but think about the simpsons when it first came yeah, out and how that, that had so much yeah, backlash yeah, which was like you know homer's I'm, I'm bart simpson. Bart and they're just everyone yeah, yeah it... and he's cussing when homer said i'm bart simpson who the hell are you and it's like oh my oh, god no. it's like now that seems tame you yeah. know that's so tame i was like really it's, hell that's it's it hilarious but now it's just everyone has access to the internet and you anyone can film anything at any time anywhere ever and it's just uh yeah, it's, it's crazy. You gotta be, it is. You got to be careful with what you do and what you say, and it just translates into entertainment. And we occasionally get things that eke out that uh, kind of go against the grain, and I always appreciate anything that's going to do that. If they're kind of setting out, just be like, hey, you know what? This is what this is. If it pisses you off, one, you don't have to watch it. That's the thing. Like If you're watching TV that's and it. you're like, oh, my God, this offends me, change the channel. Oh, God, did just, I just do just that? Don't watch. Did you see what I said? I said... I said tune it out. Like, uh, well, of course, I do have an old TV uh, that's uh, still Joe, has I'm knobs. sure you do. I'm sure you got one of those big box wooden TVs with the turn dial and everything that still works. And even when it falls apart, you're like running across the street to the scrapyard and digging through. It's like, oh, what's it. this here? Oh, that's what I needed. Put up the antennas with the wire hanger and put the piece of foil across it. It'll work. But um, oh, let me say, Adam Gabbard and VZ Dad, and also because VZ Dad has a good thing that he brought up, and uh, Michael Purvis, thank you for joining us. VZ Dad brought up something which I think 
I think it is a good way to maybe kind of connecting people from one thing to the cartoons and something else. So Mattel needs to get uh, get the video game to go out with the toys and new show. You know what? I would love a Masters of the Universe video yeah. game. A great one, whether it's an action adventure or fighting something. But yeah, make it relevant to where people could be playing this game. Like, damn, this game is awesome. And they're like, wait, there's a new cartoon of this thing? I got to see this. And maybe seeing toys, that could be a good, you know, that is a great suggestion of getting everybody to connect all their kind of passions together. It could be. I, I, dude, I, imagine how cool it would have been because this trend sort of died off, but you know, like uh, when Disney had the Disney Infinity thing and there's also like the, what is it, the Skylanders stuff where you could get the minifigures and put it on the pod and they show yeah, up in your game. Yeah. That, that would have been excellent to also oh. incorporate like Masters and Thundercats, G.I. Oh Joe, all those things. It, it would be, yeah, it would have been awesome. They could have just... I don't know, retrofitted everything and gave it some sort of like toy box name or something and went with that would have been a neat idea. I wish something like that would have existed when I was a kid. I would have been all over that. You mean I can have a, a figure that can stand here and then I can touch it on this and it's in my game? That's great. But eh. That would be cool as hell. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, first, I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad VZ Dad brought up that and then you brought that up because I forgot about those little interacting figure, you know, figures you put and bam, they go into the game. That, that just makes collecting a little more obsessive because maybe for those who don't have that collection, you know, uh, obsession, just having those little things then to know, hey, there's figures. Right. They just might go from one thing to another. Yeah. It's like a gateway. You might as well say it's a gateway drug of figures. <laughs> It'll take you from this one to this one to the big seven, you know, 18-inch figures. I mean, it could be a cool idea. I, know, yeah, I, like that. I, I, like... I think it's something that they definitely need to kind of go back to because it was popular for a little bit. And like I said, the popularity sort of went away. But I, it's definitely an idea that needs to be revisited every once in a while but uh i think if they were yep. to do a new game i don't think that it would it would be like a triple a title it, it would probably be like a, a smaller studio and uh, what hmm, i think either like a a side-scrolling beat-em-up would be pretty good or maybe like an action rpg that would be kind of neat that's probably the route i could see them doing is probably one of those things where online with your friends and you join in adventures and battles to go out and do stuff but no don't don't get me wrong i would love to have a side-scrolling either beat-em-up you know like a good old golden axe streets of rage final fight or even if you had a one-on-one -on -one fighting because as they mentioned in the chat room there has been some fan-made fighting yeah, games yeah, but kinda, i, I mean, well, just, saw like a fan-made uh side-scrolling beat-em-up that looked kind of neat as well they, that took audio yeah. from from the filmation series and implemented it in that seemed pretty pretty cool there was two there was one that was the one that had that audio and also looked like the filmation cartoon but then there was this one that oh i feel so bad i don't know the name of the independent you know company i mean well the fans that did it but it was just a side you know a one on one fighter and it had a unique kind of style i think mugen maybe mugen if people can uh, correct me in the chat room i think some something called mugen put it out and yeah so there's been a couple fan-made ones but yeah anything I, i'd be down for any of those so hell do some crazy even racing game where you're in the tag no, track win raider no, no, yes, no. i want it all nathan i want the races i want master racers wait that didn't sound oh god i <laughs> yeah. that. i swear to god oh, yeah. i did not that well, there we go right. uh, uh oh, jesus no. he-man racers <laughs> Wow. Um, what a I, yeah, no, that would that would be like too much. That would be like the uh, the WWE Twisted Metal esque game that came out. It was like Crush Hour or something back in the early two thousand. I guess I was just thinking in my head like crazy, like ass. Uh, I don't know Mario Kart games or something no. fun. Just I don't. Now, now I think I'll... if you were to if they were to implement 
key characters into like another game like that as like a, a bonus unlockable DLC, even though I, I hate that. You know what? Another tangent. You remember when you could go and buy a video game and come home and pop it into your console and just immediately play it? You didn't have to wait an hour and a half to install it or download updates or anything. I, I hate that. Anyway. See, that's, and again, I've been out of the video game loop so long that I didn't even know about oh, it's, you know, like it. Was, and what makes it worse, too, is they want to push so much, not only in video games, but uh, movies. They want to push, like, the digital format and streaming. But what comes with that is it sucks up your data plan. And I don't know about most of us here, but with my ISP, I have a, I have a cap. It's like 500 gigabytes, and I have to actually like monitor that because between streaming, Netflix, and everything, like they're nice. I'm like, I just got to put a DVD on on repeat just so I'm not sucking up data because Emily has. Don't they have it, memory it, cards for video games and stuff? No more like a memory card you can put stuff on no. or something. No, well, I mean, no? they got it to where you can put a flash drive in your console, and it's basically like an extension of your hard drive, but you still got to basically install the game and then have the updates which sometimes can be like in excess of 10 gigabytes plus eating up i mean what if you wanted a lot of games like back in the day when you'd have like just tons of video games what do you do Uh, you have to because it has cloud saves you sort of have to pick and choose what's on your hard drive like on my ps on my ps4 it's like you go to download it's like not enough space so then you have to look through your games and you're like all right well the saves are going to be there because they're on the cloud but what do i just want to delete off my hard drive right now and you kind of have to pick and choose which is why they've done the thing with you can take flash drives or uh external hard Mm. drives and plug them in yeah God, man, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm out of the damn loop. So, uh, well, uh, well, I'm glad you joined us for that segment, yeah. Nathan, because I'm going to do a quick <laughs> little rant about some other things, and I want to get people's opinions in right the on. chat rooms and their experiences growing about some stuff, and then bring it back towards the end okay. of the show. But let me pick something up before I do that, because I just dropped something on the floor. All right. So, uh, but, uh, well, I'll see you at the end of the show. All right. See you, Nathan. All right. Is he finally out? Good. I've been waiting for him to leave this whole damn show. All right. Now it's just me. No. Now, guys. I don't know if you remember a lot of the style guide bios. This is something that, I mean, you can look and you can find on uh, He-Man.org. But stuff like this is, you know, certain characters had things that described them. And then, for if you ever had the Wonder Bread cards, oh, let's see if we can get something like that, you know, for certain characters, they would have a bio on the back for that, too. These took little bits of the style guide stuff. But we never got some of the things that were on these great pieces. And, of course, in the style guides, in the mini comics. Like, okay, for example, for, like, uh, Extendar and Dragstar, finding about kind of, like, maybe a relationship with these two. In the mini comics, you never really got that. Sure, they appeared together in Warrior Machine, but you didn't know that they were friends. You didn't know there was a relationship. And then somebody like Rio Blast. I mean, this is the other, this is the character, as you know, gets some of the most flack in the He-Man community saying, what's a cowboy doing on Eternia? And, you know, when you read the mini-comics, you're not really getting much. They just go right there. They don't say where he comes from. When you see him in the Star Marvel comic, you don't really see that. But on a goofy little card, this was your only, you know, way of finding something. But the thing is, you could say for America, this was our only way. But in the UK, they got some good stuff when it came to the magazines and those annuals because they expanded upon the style guide stuff. And I want to see how many people here in the chat room maybe, like I figured Grimbot maybe would know or somebody else. Oh, and how you doing, Zen Brown? Just seeing you joined us. But I want to know how many of you maybe international fans 
got to experience that because here in the United States, we just got the mini comics for a lot of these characters that just gave us nothing, gave us no background. And we were just like, okay, there they are. And of course, I still loved and embraced them. But for many people who never enjoyed those characters, I think something like this could have helped because it didn't expand upon, again, in the mini comics. But in the UK, they got to expand on this. So I wondered what like people's opinions would have been a lot different if maybe we got those stories in the United States as well. Like the stuff that you know came from the Style Guide stuff that went to Wonder Bread. What if we got those stories that the UK annuals and the UK magazines had and had it here? Would people enjoy it more? So I don't know how many here you know, might have said it or known, but I'm just curious if there were any people in the chat room who got to experience the international stuff you know, as you were growing up. Because we didn't, and I just find it sad because Rio Blast, Extendar, Drag Store, and even, like I said, that's why I'm saying these. In case you guys have never seen the Wonder Bread cards, get them because it has the great art. But it also has like a little background information. Like for Snout Spout example. Okay, it says name Snout Spout. Roll, heroic water, water blasting firefighter. Power, has the ability to douse the raging forces of evil firepower. But then it says character profile. Snout Spout was an Aetherian peasant who was turned into a bizarre creature by Hordak. And it says after joining forces with He-Man, his power to drench evil attacks has made him a true hero in Eternia. Like I said, we didn't get to, get to see that stuff. But in the UK, like with their magazine, it was great. You even seen, if you guys have never seen it, and go to He-Man.org. Look up any of these, uh, whether it's the UK annuals or the magazines, and you see the comics. Go to He-Man.org. You can read them all because the stories are amazing. But you'll see that Snout Spout in that story, he basically looked like Prince Adam slash He-Man. But then you get to see the story, and you get to see about what else he can do with his, you know, hose. I mean, his hose nose. Not just water, but having other, you know, things shooting out, whether I think it was laser blast, turning stuff to ice. It's it's stuff that, like I said, I think people should, like, what, what's that, Nathan? I don't want to see Joe stretch anything, please. Wait, what's that? I must have missed that, Fedmon. But uh, let me see. Max works AO cases, but it works fine. Are there any problems? I'm trying to see if there's anything I missed. Um, Zentron says, uh, I don't have any of the UK comics or annuals. Well, you need, I'm definitely Zentron. Check them out on, uh, the org if you've never seen them before. Um, I just wanted to see if there was anything I missed, but yeah, yes, hose, yes, exactly, Grim. So, like I said, I wanted to recommend the Wonder Bread cards first for you to get a little taste of the stuff. Then go to the org, check out the style guide stuff. Then check out the UK stuff. It's well worth looking in case you've never wondered, I mean, in case you always wondered about some of these characters that just never had much much to it. Now, beyond that, before we bring Nathan back, somebody asked me, and this is I'm going to bring it up. It was on uh, our Facebook page, our Fans of Power Facebook page, from Patrick Arthur O'Keefe. Patrick said, "Hi." He says, "Been a while since I had a question for you, but I'm still watching every week and loving the show. Here's my question for this time, and sorry if it's been covered in the past." said, last week you addressed the Scareglow controversy. I was wondering, now, if you'd shed light on your opinion on the great 80s Wonderbred He-Man Savage He-Man controversy. He said, I recently got a Classics Wonder for my birthday, and I had wanted it for a long time since it's a really cool-looking variant and also carries this mythical urban legend making it extra cool. But what's your version of the elusive history behind that mysterious He-Man figure? He said, thanks in advance, and good luck on another awesome show. And thank you for the question, Patrick. And then I'm going to be curious to hear what people in the chat room say. But I, I talked about this in episode two of Fans of Power. So a lot of you might not you might not have been around from episode two. That was a long time ago. And I'm not refuting that 
this figure is real. I mean, uh, unless somebody came up with one hell of an early bootleg that spread across the United States, you never know anything's possible. But I just want to put to rest, because still people question it, even after hearing it a lot. It was never offered from Wonder Bread. And that's why, again, let me grab it. That's why I brought these cards, too. That's kind of It was a trickle from the style guide stuff into this. These cards, which were put out in 1986. Now, just remember that. 1986. It's the only promotion that Wonder Bread did with Masters of the Universe. I have, even from the newspaper, the stuff where it showed about the coupons for Wonder Bread and collect the cards, and it was all 1986. But people say they remember in 1983 mailing in, and they said, hey, I remember the cards, and I remember mailing in, and you got He-Man. It, it was real. No, it wasn't through Wonder. There was a promotion in store that it had this little coupon, and, in, and you can look this up online, and it has a little hole punch at the top, like a little thing that you rip off. You know what I'm talking about, big fat booklet of stuff, and you rip it off, and it says, buy three, get one free. And it had a different selection of, Ma uh, excuse me, Mattel properties, from Barbie to, I think, Monchitis, or I forgot what those little suckers were called, but there was a couple little different things you could order from. It said, buy three, get one free. And I remember doing that, because I still have a flyer of it, but I remember sending one in, and that's how I got one of my He-Man figures was through the mail. But it wasn't just a blank nude He-Man with different colored hair and these you know, maroon weapons. Or as others show it, black Zodak armor and a gun. You, you didn't get it. You didn't get that through that either. But there's somebody that showed online a picture saying, this is how it looks bagged. And it was He-Man, completely nude. Of course, the different color scheme for his hair and his trunks. And inside this sealed bag was that same flyer you sent in. I've brought this up so many times. You guys remember Thundercats. You remember Transformers. You remember Star Wars. You remember sending in all those promotions. You know, the mail and things. And you remember getting them back in the mail from whatever it was you ordered. But do you ever remember getting a figure in the mail back sealed with the flyer that you sent into the mail? That doesn't make sense. It's a, there's no logic to that. And I bring this up there, but I was like, okay. And that's why I'm going to see what people say in the chat room. Do any of you remember getting Wonder Bread He-Man in the mail? Now, I'm saying that specifically because anybody that I've ever asked this says, I got it from my cousin. My brother you know, gave it to me. I found it at a garage sale. I got it on eBay. My grandma gave it to me. But nobody says, I remember getting in the mail. Now, if this was such a big popular thing and, you know, everybody remembers mailings, wouldn't somebody remember, yeah, I remember getting in the mail or here. I remember it was in this box, but nobody does. It's always through a friend and it's a hand-me-down because there was no mail-in. There was no Wonder Bread mail-in. And it wasn't through that other promotion either because it doesn't make sense. What would be the logic of just sending you a, a completely naked nude He-Man with weapons? And why is it some are maroon weapons, some are Zodak with black, black Zodak armor and that gun? You notice that all the extra weapons coincidentally appeared with these figures? The stuff that came with, remember, as it was dubbed Manny weapons, Manny faces with all those maroon weapons, miraculously appears with this figure. And also... The weapons pack Zodak armor and stuff appears with this figure. What the only possible things people could think is maybe to promote Masters of the Universe, it was just a giveaway in a store. And that is a possibility. Maybe they had some early run of the figures that just had a color scheme that they couldn't use for whatever reason or didn't work. 
So they're left with all this excess stock. So instead of like selling that off and packaging it up, maybe to promote He-Man, they just gave away this just blank figure with no weapons, which again explains if you had this as a kid, you're like, hey, I got these weapons. I'm going to give them weapons. He's always getting weapons of these other things. So that's probably one possibility. Or just picture what if they did have an excess stock at Mattel and they just gave them to the employees said, here, take them home, give them to your kids. And the kids had them and they move out through the years throughout the United States. And that's how it spread. That's probably the only two possibilities is just excess stock of something they couldn't sell. And they gave them to the employees to give to kids or gave it a store and import in a promotion. But I'm just seeing if anybody in the chat room remembered anything. Um, let me see. Femon says, I know that was the way to get the Manny weapons version of Manny face. You're right. I think he did have some kind of mail. And so that makes sense with him. Um, Grimbot says it, it just got to be a bootleg. It's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, you know, Grimbot, it's a thing I thought too. I was like, did somebody make just one hell of a bootleg and made a bunch of them? I, you never know. Or is it like through theories of what I just said, but just to put it to rest, put it to bed. It was never, ever a mail away thing. Nobody remembers. If He-Man was one of the most popular properties in its time, you can't tell me the millions of fans that collected remembered it. But every other person of any other property that collects something has actual proof and remembers it. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not discounting the figure's existence. It does exist. just wasn't a mail-away. But uh, let me see. Adam Gabbard. Nope, my cousin or friend had one of red He-Man figures. See? Adam Gabbard. Tags me the animation. Hello. What's up, Tags? How you doing? Um, Mike Champ says, I never remembered anything like that. Only Hubba Bubba uh, gum giveaway. And that, that was the bubble yum. I was, I was a winner on that, Mike. And I have over there a stamper. I remember them advertising on the commercial saying, and see, it's the thing. I'm glad that's what we're bringing up because we can bring up real promotions, stuff through Nestle Quick, th- for, through Bubble Yum. I mean, those are real promotions anybody can know. But I remember they said, if you get the white winning rapper, you'll win the Masters of the Universe collection. So as a kid, that's all I'm seeing on TV. I'm at Kroger's in line with my mom. Can I get a pack of gum? Yeah. In there, she pays for it. In line, I opened it up. First thing was a white rapper. I screamed like a lunatic. And my mom said, oh, my God, we were freaking out. Sat there, went home, mailed it in, waited weeks, which seemed like months. And finally, this little box came. And it was dressed to me. And I opened up and it said, congratulations, here's your prize. It was a little stamper of Fisto and a little stamper of Buzz Off. And I don't mean the figured ones. I mean the ones that are just stamp. Oh, I lost. I just lost my shit. I couldn't believe it. I was stamping a lot of the backs of my mini comics, my coloring books, and I smashed one of them and kept one as a cruel reminder of like how a contest could screw you because I thought I was going to be the big winner. I didn't know about all the secondary prizes. So that's what happened there. Hey, somebody might even say that. Hey, maybe it was from Bubble Yum. Maybe it was a a Bubble Yum He-Man figure. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So I wanted to say that. Let's see. Um. Actually, uh, Fairmont said armed quite a few figures with those weapon pack parts. Exactly. They were extra pieces or just extra parts. Wonders are not bootlegs because Mattel cur- confirmed it. Well, see, it's the thing. Mattel really has never even really confirmed about this figure. Anyways, they said, we never remember the promotion. They can't even remember it. So Wonder Bread and Mattel both says, we don't know anything about this figure. They've both said that. And it's been confirmed. They don't know where this promotion or where the figure came from. And Zen Brown, yes, it is the ninth wonder of the world. Uh, Max works says it's called the Mandela effect. Nobody in this dimension remembers it. Uh, And you're right. See, VZ dead. Everybody remembers all the other mail away offers. So it's just, 
It's let me see what if the man says. Scott Toy Guru on episode of Toy Hunter confirmed one that the host brought to him. Um, yeah, I guess brought to him, but still, it's just there's no confirmation about the real origin of that figure. Um, let's see, I would have pissed if I had. Yeah, yeah, Mike Champ, I was pissed. And I would have been pissed if I thought I was getting the whole collection. BZ Dad said he got Clark Kent's entrance. Said as Joe said, I do have a lot of the UK Shira comics preview issue, issue one, two, three, and up to like through nine, two annuals. And so you got them, and you got to respect and enjoy those too. And uh, yep, and again, tags media animation. Hello to everybody. And there, I had to rant those two things. I want to say both of those because it was two things I want to get out of the way first about going from Wonderbread to those style guide stuff, so you knew the connection. But Wonderbread, I figured to be a way of kind of putting a little bit of you know a little bit of it to rest to know that this figures it's just a mystery but least to know it was never wonder i i knew of like i were saying before i knew of every promotion and collect you know anything that they had going on from the bubble yum and nestle quick i i remember both those as well I, and as for the thing with wonder bread I, I have the the cutout from the newspaper even advertising that and even like the coupon says save 30 cents but that's all they did because some people said it was stamped right there on the baggie. You can see the baggie, too. Nowhere did it say there was the figure. So that's it. And what's up, JSP? So now, if you guys had any other questions you want to ask me or Nathan, I can pop Nathan back into here. We can talk about that. And then we can talk about, like, hopefully in a couple weeks we'll have uh, some guests coming up. And maybe in two weeks we might have two guests joining us on the show at the same time to discuss something that uh, – it's another, like – Hot button thing, but I gotta watch what I ask because there's only certain things they can say. But we'll have them back in uh, or on maybe in a couple weeks. So uh, hey, you hear? There's Nathan. Yeah. How's it going? I, I I'm good. Are, are you done rambling? <sighs> I don't ramble. When do when have you ever no. known me to ramble? I gotta go back and watch the replay of this and see how fast my hands were moving, or if you can actually see them, or if it was just a blur. So we're gonna see if I can see my hands because I'm gonna be all by myself and it won't be with you on there. So I'm curious to see what I look like. I look too nuts today. Uh, only a little. A little bit? Okay. All right. Adam Cavert says, uh, Joe and Nathan, have you set a goal for yourself when it comes to looking back and seeing what you may be missing when it comes to getting the Masters of the Universe figures, saving money for figures? Um, well, Adam, as for me, I I haven't bought classics in the longest. I just I cannot afford classics. But as for the origins that are coming up, like I said, that's my price range. I can easily save for them. And I'm still kind of confused, though, on the dates. I didn't know if it is December of this year or next year when Origins, because with that damn ring that, oh, and Nathan, you said you wanted to, like, kind of at least little retract, say same, something about that ring. Like, last week you thought it was completely dumb, but you looked back oh. at it and you had, like, slightly different thoughts. Well, I, slightly. I'm, not, I'm not a fan of how they packaged it, because I was under the impression that it was going like in a box and not just a, a sleeve that goes over top of it. Uh, but I guess that's what they do with uh, the WWE, ah, WWE rings. There we go. But looking at it, I was like, there's, there's some stuff you can do with it. I think that it, it in hand, it's probably going to look a little too plain, but you can mess around with that. And I think it would be like a cool thing, not just for like to put your masters figures in or even those crossover figures, but like, you can find some other stuff to put in there. It'd be a neat little arena thing to work with if you would be into that. Yeah, so I it's mean, not, it's, it's for me. It's not super shitty, but it's 
It's all right. Wait, 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 wait. Would you say maybe it's kind of slightly super shitty by itself, but at least, you know, in December when they're supposed to release that along with two pack-in figures for almost the same price, maybe makes it a little bit better and even a little less less shitty, possibly? Uh, a, a smidge. It, it's not, yeah. yeah. But in, in terms of uh, figures that I want, Adam, uh, there's a few classics that I would like to get, even though the prices are insane. So uh, if any of you guys got Scareglow or anything, once again... <laughs> You can let that go. Hit, hit me you? up. Um, I'll, I'll give you. You can just mail it to me, or you know, if you it'll, if it'll you want to give me something. a very 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 reduced uh, bro price, then we can work with that. But uh, you know, I got the the movie figures. When those finally ship, I I'll have those in hand. Which that should be. Where are those supposed to ship? Isn't it like hasn't it got delayed like a month and then another month and a month? I, I can't even remember the last I looked. I, I thought they were supposed to ship next month but i might be wrong on that i haven't i haven't looked at any of that stuff in a while but i i'll be honest i kind of forgot about them it's been so yeah, long it, it, it's easy to the, do that i guess that's why super seven charges you immediately when you pre-order instead of just like months down the road you forget about it and then you look at your your bank account and you're like wait what is this oh yeah that's what that was um so i yeah i honestly forgot like i I just, I've been out of the loop of, you know, not being able to afford them. I just couldn't remember, like, this, even the same thing with Snake Mountain. I mean, I don't even know the latest news on Snake Mountain's, you know, uh, right. current, you know, yeah. I guess, process development. Anything. I don't I don't know. I didn't even know when they said it was coming well, I, originally. I, I, Did they ever say a date? I haven't looked, but I'm sure our friend in the chat, Eric Amon's probably staying on top of it since he bought, like, 28 of them. Didn't he? Yeah, Eric bought a lot, and no, that's great. Yeah, I mean, man. it is. I, I mean, just, hey, right. shit, if you can afford it, go for it. Hell yeah! I'm hoping the quality is great. Yeah, I will, Cause I would, like I said, I that would imagine scary. that it would be for the price that you're paying. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that would be a nightmare. I mean, I mean, like I said, I do not want that to happen. But God, could you imagine if you paid like six, seven, eight hundred bucks for that, and it came, and there was like a defect on every one of them, like it something broke. I mean, I'd all oh, it'd be a nightmare. So praying those are all good for everybody that bought it because that's a lot. I, I can, that's you know what? I can already see Eric's Facebook status if that were to happen. He's like, I'm gonna sue him. <laughs> Eric, he's a great collector, man. He's he's a passionate collector and shit. Yeah, like you said, you got the money, you go for it. But uh, yeah, JSP said it was supposed to come out in January, but it got pushed back to June. Oh wow. Okay. Well, well, that's um. Hopefully, a lot of quality control will go into that, making it, I guess, as fine tuned as possible. I didn't know that, but thanks, JSP. Yeah, I had no clue on the dates. Uh, JSP had also asked earlier, Beyond Retro Gaming tonight. Maybe not tonight. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe not tonight, but definitely I've I probably for sure this week since I, I'm gonna have some more free time than usual. Yeah, Nathan, and Nathan also said that he finally has the Genesis yep, uh, yep, emulator. Yep, I, so I can finally see some Joe, you can't you can't say that live for YouTube lands. But yes, I. I oh shit! I, I don't know I don't, what that means. I don't, I, don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But yeah, I can I can okay. play some Genesis games now. Joe has sent me a list course this show how cool this am i I think he just tosses it up but i definitely want to play skitchen and if you guys don't know what skitchen is on sega genesis it's basically rollerblading road rash it's pretty it was awesome at the time i don't know if it holds up i haven't played it in years so we'll see how that goes yeah, there's a lot of great ones. So it'll be uh, cool to see how you do with those because we know how terrible you are with NES uh-huh. and Super Nintendo. So but, uh, um, we'll give you guys a couple extra minutes to throw us out 
any more questions about anything, but I guess, Joe, while we wait on that, I guess you, you want to let that cat out of the bag for what might be planned here in a couple of weeks? Or uh, are, we, are we keeping that to the chest? Still might. Yeah, we well, will we'll still... keep it to the chest because I think if we tell you guys and let it out now, then uh, something will happen and we won't be able to do it. What, that would just be the bad luck. Like, hey, this is going to happen, and these two people are going to join us to discuss this, and then two weeks come like, oh, it's going to be postponed a week. They're like, damn it! So, yeah, we'll just we'll yeah. hold it back. Right. We'll hold that back. Um, he's, uh, any possibility of playing those with Joe via nope. multiplayer? I don't yeah, think we could, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't It wouldn't work that way, unfortunately. That would actually be kind of cool, because, I mean, we did play... Um, uh, what, Streets what of Rage 2. Yeah, Streets of Rage 2, and that was through... Was that the PS4? How did we play? It was the, it, yeah, the, it place, was the yeah. Sega collection, and we yeah, play, and he and, did pretty good, but he was getting he was getting pissed at me. He's like, Joe's sitting there trying to tell me everything because, to do, and weird because Joe won't let you just play the game. All right, ladies and gents, here's what Joe will do if you play a, a video game with Joe Amato. He's gonna be like, all right, oh, now move go. up a little bit. Now wait, we gotta it, you gotta stand on right here. Just to give the boss just to peek out a little bit, and then you can defeat him easy. I'm like Joe. I just want to play the damn game. All right. I was. You hang back. Oh, no, no you try... do this. If you if you hit these buttons, it'll it'll do this. I'm like Joe. I just I know how beat 'em ups work. I just want to play it. I just want to have fun. Joe's like it, it, this is like the end all be all competition. Like we we have to we was... have to defeat this game in 25 minutes. If we don't do it, you're a disgrace. Well, actually, I mean, it wasn't like that. I just wanted, you know, I wanted Nathan to go to the end with me, and I think he almost went all the way to the last level, and then I beat it at the end by myself. But he did great for never playing that game, he said. I thought he did a great job, but I was trying to give him hints like, okay, don't move too much forward, because if you go a little too forward, it spawns out all the enemies too quick, and you want to get it to where a couple come out at a time. But I it think because of my like, like a crazy man that has played the game about two hundred and seventy-six times, and he knows every little thing. It's I, I, I imagine it would be similar to trying to play a game with a speedrunner. Like they just they played it every single day. Know all the glitches, it was bad. know all the tricks, and I haven't played a video yeah, game. Yeah, because literally, them. didn't I tell you like a certain pixel? Like yes. if you move past yes, this, Joe, it's gonna do it. I was like, you did. It was but, good uh, time. But so he, so I kind of good time. I took the fun out of it. I guess I took the fun out of him a little bit because we just didn't. You're right. I think I was taking it too serious instead of just having fun. So yeah, if we ever it, play that again, sometimes honestly, online, it was it was like playing a video game with 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 nine year old me. Because I was the exact same way when I was a young kid. And playing with them now, I was like, holy shit, is this what it was like when my dad was trying to play video games with me? That's probably what it was. Because my, my dad reached a point, he's like, I'm not playing games with you anymore. I was like, why? And he was just like, I just, I can't do it. And then he went into the living room. I'll be cool next time. We'll uh -huh. just play and just run through it and just do a good beat em up and just have fun. I will not take it serious next time. But we yeah, need to, yeah, thank you for uh, that question from papa huds hey joe you working on any new customs and honestly we should just yes, start making that a segment towards the end of the show let the people know what you're working yeah, on maybe i could even display it but for tags media i've been working on for a while there's been some delays with certain things and working on other stuff but for tags media animation yes there's something i'm working on for for him 
and there's a few other things too as well but yeah maybe i'll show something next week but yes i am but uh yeah thank you for that yeah it's always i don't even know what the hell is going to come into my head half the time when it's beyond the commission just sometimes these random ideas pop into my head like just uh maybe it was last week when i did that beast cat i just thought it would have been cool as hell to turn beast man into a cat so I sat there and sculpted the whole new face. I sculpted the armor from you know scratch. What? I mean, screw Tags Media Animation who paid me money for this. You know what? I got this great idea. It's gonna be awesome. And then he just doesn't. That, he does. Now that is what's bad. And I do. Wow. <laughs> I apologize Joe. for that because that wow. was bad. That came. It came quick because yeah, I go from one thing, but then I had this like horribly OCD thing. First, it's OCD when I'm working on a certain thing. I want it to look just right because I'm figuring, okay, I want to give Tags something very good. I want it to look. Just absolutely perfect in certain things. So I get, oh, oh that face ain't right. Oh, the jacket ain't right, and I have to keep doing it. But then when I have an insane idea like Beast Cat, I'm like, let me just get this shit out the way real oh, quick. Yeah. I think I can sculpt yeah, that. I'm it's sure great. Joe's just and, sitting there on the crapper <laughs> eating chicken gizzards, and he's just like, oh, man, what? I got this great idea, Beast Cat. Yeah, and then he just hops up, it, doesn't bother to wipe <laughs> or even flush. His pants are still That's at nasty. his ankles if he's even wearing pants at the time, and he just runs right in, out. sits bare assed on the on the seat, and Jitter just skull. starts like molding and sculpting and everything. It, it no, they they can come out of nowhere, but the beast cat was pretty cool. I was proud of that too. How quick I did. It. I guess the thing is when I'm doing something out of my head compared to what I know in particular, a customer wants like I know okay if it's based off of a certain real life character or a comic character, I know things should look a certain way and, and i'll keep beating myself up like D damn it just let me get the collar right the pants you would be surprised on the stupidest little things i'd obsess oh, no, over I but wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> shut up oh yeah exactly one pixel <laughs> but when it comes to something like a beast cat out of my mind this doesn't exist so yes i want things to still look menacing like with the face and then sculpting like the armor and giving real chain and a saddle but i'm like you know what that's my vision so nobody can say, Joe, that doesn't look like this because that's out of my head. But when I'm doing something that does look like something, I, I'm my own worst critic. Somebody might say it looks great, and I'm like, damn it, I just ain't right. I should have got a little extra something to the hair or the hat. And uh, Yeah, I got to quit beating myself up like that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that. Uh, but thank you for that one. Um, you still yeah, there? No, I didn't lose yeah, you, did no, I? Yeah, yeah, I okay. haven't gone anywhere. Okay. Too. All right, let's see. Um, yeah, I'm going to get you tags. Uh, Femmon said, do you think they could ever do a Freddy or Jason kiss <laughs> cartoon? Chucky Pinhead or... No, no. no not um, not uh, in a way I... that would be targeted towards kids. Now, I could see them doing an animated version of that stuff that would cater more to an adult audience, but be used in... Has it ever been done, though? Anything? Like, any kind of horror characters to where it's violent? I mean, beyond Jason Freddy, like, well, something could have yeah, been... you know how Robot Chicken had done that thing. I would think it would have to be something in similar vein to that, where it's like a, a parody of something, but I don't see it being taken serious and or targeted towards children ever i think it's kind of weird that freddie had like a, a 900 number hotline back in the day remember when those oh, were oh, all the rage can i tell you that story i think you have can i, I tell you that you story have told the story before but go ahead and tell it well again. i told it maybe i'm yeah i'm beyond retro but i don't think i ever told it here yeah they used to have that you know call freddie and freddie will talk to you and you know nightmare on street that was all the rage that was the coolest thing and my house, we could never like dial out one one nine hundred or anything out of state. It was just how our phone was set up. We couldn't do long distance. 
So I go over to my buddies, and he loved uh, Night Red Elm Street too. And it did say it says something like you know, like two ninety nine. The first oh, minute, who cares about that? Don't worry about that. It, whatever the price, we didn't know. We didn't know. So we call and we listen, and it's like Freddie's talking to you. And we were scared shitless. We think this goes like Freddie's talking to us, and we hang up. And about 10 minutes later, we call again. It was basically cycling through the same messages. And then came about a month later. This is my lost or shit. This is my phone bill. is like $150. And oh, man, I got in trouble. I had to, you know, like work that money off to help pay off half of that for my buddy. He never got to do any of that calling again. But yeah, oh, man, I got in trouble. That was bad. It's calling Freddie to hear him talk. It was so cool, but... You're a kid. You don't know right. any better. I I think out of all of these guys that Febmon had listed, I think Freddy would probably be the only one that would lend himself well to an animated series because you got to think like you can play with the dream landscape and that gives sure. you more options. Whereas like Chucky, Pinhead, Leatherface, Jason, not so much. You're sort of, especially with Jason, it's like, well, what is there just going to be like another year with camp counselors? Like, He's, he, yeah, the, no, true. It works for the movies, yeah. but try right, for a cartoon. It's like okay, we'll bring the counselors, and then it involves more sex than Nightmare right. on Elm Street, and with the drug usage. But yeah, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. You're right. They could always make something fun and crazy with any of the dreams, and yeah. they could even you know go even further with the insanity of what they would do in a dream and animate it. So yeah, he probably lent himself well to an animated yeah. one. I think. And Toki, I would I would be completely on board with a remake of Monster Squad with modern monsters. I think that would be pretty awesome actually that yeah and i still don't know why that got such like pissed all over i love monster squad like you said some people say oh it's kind of like a goonies i never thought it was like goonies i love monster squad i don't see why that failed it's why is it some movies they'll, they'll fail in the theaters but then they'll just garner such a cult following when it came to vhs people learned to appreciate back in the well, day i mean, I mean the, the accessibility to it too um the, yeah. the budgets and things considered how many theaters it, it played in opening weekend. And I don't know. It's like, if you don't do well that first week and it's always been the case for most things. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Get you're, de- yeah you're dead in the water. Um, yep. And tags. Oh, thank you for that. For the beast cat compliment. Appreciate it. Max works at spawn cartoon. Yeah, I guess I forgot spawn. Yep. I mean, I had a cartoon. Yeah, no, that, I, was, that was good. Spawn. Yeah. Uh, Tyler and I had actually started to do, I think we did the first three episodes for capes and commentaries. Um, you'd have to go back and check that out. And speaking of which, go check out the Beyond Retro channel. Joe and I are actually going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors, at yes. some point this week. And yeah. get that uploaded to the channel, which is yeah, easily, to me, to... the best sequel. And we can kind of maybe work in a little bit with the, the animated question that was brought up to us and work that sure. into to that show. Anyway. That's a good idea. Yeah. No, that is a good idea. Um, let's see... Uh uh jsp said check out the anime tomb of dracula from the very early 80s i'll do that jsp i've never seen it but i'm gonna take your word for it and check it out grimbot even said there was a ne- there was nearly a cartoon series based on alien i never knew that that would have been kind of crazy yeah to that, see. that, that I, I yeah but at, at the same time too you kind of have to think like where do you go so much from this without repeating yourself but then again most of the cartoons that we liked kind of followed that same formula of good guy bad guy good guy thwarting bad guy plans so an aliens mm-hmm. show would have been something for sure could have been different. yeah different yeah i like always hearing that but thank you for that grim bot um yes jsp the uh 
that phone bill did become the real nightmare. Um, Zen Brown said a brain shark. I don't know if that's something I did. Um, Tags Media said the Toonie Terror kick. Those do look cool. I mean, those those look cool. There's Jason. Yeah. There's uh, actually Freddie. Yeah, there's... I have Jason on the shelf over there. Oh. The, uh... Yeah, and of course, like I told you, anytime I go to Target, he's the only one gone because I figured that's got to be cheap. Uh, I can afford him. Go to Walmart. They have him at Walmart as well. Oh, okay, I'll check it out. Thank you for that. Because when I go, they're just loaded with Freddy and the couple different versions of Pennywise. Yeah. It's like at, it's all they have. And I think... At Walmart, they're oh, twelve ninety six. Twelve ninety six. Okay, yeah, that's my kind of yeah. money. I think I could afford that. A little saving, a little watch this, watch that. But I think they're upcoming. They're, they are going to have um, Michael Myers. They're going to have Chucky and Tiffany. I don't know who uh, else, but those are kind of cool. Pinhead. Aren't they coming soon? Or what? Oh, Pinhead? Uh, yeah, okay. I... Is that this month? Mm... I don't know how soon those are coming out, actually. I didn't think it was till next year, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zen Brown, maybe by Modern Monsters, maybe they were meaning uh, Freddy, Jason. I mean, it would be nuts. Could you could you imagine a Monster Squad where somehow it involved all the horror characters? Well, I, I mean, it would work because all of those characters are under the same umbrella, company-wise, or most of them are, and... Most, yeah, most, most, but it would be crazy to put them all, but like you said, you have Pinhead and Leatherface and Chucky and Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy. That would be something bananas. That, that's why I always thought a video game like called The Legends of Horror would have been an awesome fighting game with every horror character that you ever had. I always wished to see something like that as a kid, but uh, of course we knew that couldn't happen with all, like you said, all the different company and rights. You'd never seen that. There's a, there's a fan-made um, uh horror character fighting game that exists yeah and it looks yeah. good yeah. it had like a mortal Kombat yeah. type of look yeah. right yeah that did look cool all right um grimbot said reruns on tv also help some movies to become cult classics oh you're you're right some especially when they would have like some of those good marathons if it was like some horror movies especially but any movie but i remember when they do some runs on usa or tbs but when they'd have like a big marathon of horror movies that that did suck a lot of people in who maybe just never even watched or cared about half of these movies uh, yeah, I mean, because that's uh, most cases with certain things that that that's the first time I remember seeing it. Is just it would play over and over and over, especially like you said, TBS, USA, TNT back in the day. Just, yeah, and they probably still do that now, but I I don't have cable. Well, there you go. All right. And they do. They still do run marathons. Um, hey, Sportimus, you just joined us. He said, yeah, joined us late. Um, Grimbot said Spawn cartoon was aimed at adults. Um, Toki Deathhammer said, I wasn't sure how to refer to them. He said, 80s uh, isn't modern. Uh, no, I know what you mean. Um, Swarmus says, Conan the Adventure was kind of cool. You know what's weird? I don't even know if I remember Conan the Adventure. Was that I, cartoon? I don't remember that. I don't know what the hell that was. I'll be honest, know. I do not know. Um, well, that's weird. Zentron said the follow-up Conan animated was kind of sucky, though. See, so there's people mentioning stuff. And JR, thank you for joining us. Popped in almost as we'll be wrapping up, but I'm glad to see you here. Appreciate it. Um, oh, Tag said check out GameStop if you're looking for those uh, Toonie Terror figures, too, as well. Anybody out there collecting, you can check that. Um, how would the chest bursting with the Aliens cartoon work? Yeah, that'd been that'd been pretty brutal, Febmon. Um did I miss anything, Nathan? Is there anything you see? Because I, I just want to uh, make sure. Oh, wait. I mean, not really. I mean, Febmon popped in. With, what about Freddy or Chucky hosting a kid cartoon? I like Crypt Keeper. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be that, that, <laughs> that, that'd be, that would be fun Keeper. to have them at the beginning, like for the the bumpers and everything. It, it would. It, it I miss work. that at nighttime, man. Tales from the Crypt and that whole sound and going through everything, and then he popped up. Tales from the Crypt. Damn, I miss the Crypt. He could come back. I think he could make yeah. a comeback. I'm surprised it hasn't racing. happened already because like, we've started. They, yeah. they brought back Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think in a little limited 
run. I think the first episode of that is on YouTube, so maybe maybe it's worth something. I haven't haven't checked it out yet, but yeah, I I, yeah, I think some... Crypt Keepers like due to make a return. Yeah, definitely, and it, <laughs> it, it worked. Definitely worked. Man. Um, Jr. said, uh, what? what no, I was just say? gonna say it's kind of funny how the tail end of this kind of just started to uh form into more like what horror movie discussion hey i mean we always do this at the end we say ask, ask us, us any anything. questions it can be from he-man to he-man to horror to whatever you want but a jr say i recently picked up a wonder bread for four dollars and one cents at walmart on get the fire lit up because joe does that well that's what i started photoshop everyone starts freaking out like oh my god is this real and i was like no man and i always put just to let you guys know if you don't believe everything you see me post online especially when it's advertisements i will always somewhere sneak my name, it'll say fake ad by Joe Amato, or I put Joe Amato somewhere. So it was April 1st of this year. And of course, April Fools. I do an April Fools gag of He Man every year, but everybody will fall for it. But some people are like, I know what you're doing, Joe. So what I did was I made a custom Wonder Bread He Man on a custom card with like Wonder Bread dots. And I found a random picture of Walmart's figures online. And I photoshopped to where it looked like he was hanging on the peg. And then I put on a Transformer figure, I put my name, Joe Amato, so people hopefully see that. And then the price above the Wonder Bread figure was $4.01. So April 1st. I try to let people know the gag all the time, but not everybody knew it was a gag. So I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to, I'm going to Walmart. And some people, when they got back and they found out, they're like, I had three Walmarts. I didn't know this was fake. And sorry you, about you that. You know what? Just... You need to offer all of them an apology and give them gas money. <laughs> and gas money. <laughs> exactly. Reimburse them all for gas. I do feel bad that some did drive out of their way. He doesn't. He doesn't. Just... You know, Joe's sitting there, like, sitting on the crapper again, eating his chicken gizzards, just laughing about it. And it's like getting all over him. He's like, ah, it's great. I really do try to let you guys. I swear uh... to God, I try to let. Everybody off the hook. I never want anybody to suffer. I'm a suffer, nice but, guy. Uh, Come on, guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good right. guy. Yeah, no. Oh, geez. But, yeah, so that's that's what that reference was. But, well, Nathan, I think it's almost time we wrap yep. it up. So, guys, it's been a great episode. It was really fun. I'm glad you enjoyed uh, this episode, and I'm glad you joined us in the chat room as well. We'll see what's going on next week, and hopefully in a couple weeks we might have a couple special guests. We'll see how that goes. So if you're new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell down there so you can always get notified when we do go live because you never know when it's going to be. And until next time, have a powerful day. I'm sorry, guys. I still, I, we, I got to figure out something when he does that for a shtick. Cause I, he's got to think of it. I, well, I don't want to do, I, do I don't want to do the movie quote thing, so I'll have to. Right, you got to. Maybe maybe I'll start like I'll look up riddles and I'll I'll give Joe a riddle and see if he can figure it out. I bet he won't. Hey, we'll do something. We need a closing, or I'll just start stopping him after he says "Have a powerful day" because it's just it's it's awkward now. He's like eh. it's awkward now. He's like yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Hey, Zentron even said, "Why don't you do music quotes?" Oh, I'd fall apart if he did that. He he might have to do a wrestling quote. Maybe he can do riddles. Nathan will figure out something. Oh uh, yeah, may, we'll uh, maybe I can hit him up with some uh, wrestling trivia. Wrestling trivia. Yeah, I like something. that. I like we'll, it. We'll, we'll, we'll figure see. something. We'll out. see what I can remember. All right. That's, see ya.